This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 638, Seven Essential Questions for Your Next IELTS Teacher. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll get the perfect list of interview questions to ask anyone who says they can teach you IELTS. It's not a job just anyone can do. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on? Hey, Jessica, I am here in Boston getting ready for the weekend, feeling good. It's a sunny day, so I like that. Woo, here it is not. It has <laughs> been raining for like oh, no. three days, <laughs> and it makes my heart so happy because the rain is back and the cold is here and it's gray and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the only person that says that. <laughs> like no one says that. <laughs> there are quite a few people like me in really? Portland, right? Okay. Like that's why we moved here. So that it's makes weird, but Portland is, I guess, full of weirdos. And okay. everybody awesome. knows that. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. Well, Jessica, before we get into it today, I want to say thank you to a couple of the people who reviewed us in Yay! their podcast app. Yeah, we got some really nice reviews. I want to say awesome. thank you to Reno John from Oman and M. Redula09 from the U.S. and SBKS from China. And this, pers this person said, it's a great useful method to study for the IELTS test. Yay! Talking about our podcast. Well, thank you. That's thank awesome. Thank you so much. That's awesome wait was that first guy named reno like r-e-n-o yeah. reno john yeah. oh my gosh no. i grew up next to reno nevada that is funny but he's from oman so <laughs> i wonder if he's been to reno yeah. anyway <laughs> oh, um, yeah. so today guys we are going to provide you the exact questions you should ask someone if you're looking for an IELTS tutor, an IELTS teacher, an IELTS course, because there are so many people that just teach English. They're yeah. right. Lindsay and I were just like one of the like millions of people when we first started as well. Um, yeah. And a lot of people just starting out. Maybe they're not experts in any one thing, but they want to just sort of teach everything. So how do you know who to trust? So we're going to give you seven questions that you should ask anyone before you um, prepare for IELTS with that person. Exactly. I love it. So guys, if you are wondering where to go for your IELTS prep, this will give you a streamlined list that you can take notes on today Definitely. and bring them to whoever you're thinking about working with. And if they aren't able to answer this, these questions to in a way that satisfies you, you should keep looking because this is so important. 
right? This is your future. This is your family's future and you don't want to gamble with it. So exactly. I mean, the test is expensive already, you guys. So if you, I mean, first of all, you should be investing in your preparation, like hands down, right? Like you Mm -hmm. should be investing in yourself so you don't have to take the exam five times. Um, But the thing is like, what, how do you know who to trust? And it's not just hiring someone in your city, like a native speaker where you live, because I know a lot of people are doing that as well. It's also like online. There's a lot of people teaching online. So these are the questions, guys. This is exactly what you need to think about before you trust someone to pay to help you prepare for the exam, but also to take up your time to prepare for the exam. All of these questions are important today. Yeah, exactly. It's time more than anything, I think. Right, exactly. So where do we start? What would be question one, Jessica, that we could take to this potential tutor or teacher? Yeah, for sure. I think just the first, so we're going to go from sort of general to specific, like weed people out as we go, right? Mm, (laughs) So the first question is just, how long have you been teaching English? Because Mm. honestly, I would not want to learn IELTS from someone if they hadn't have been, um, (laughs) past perfect, if they hadn't have been teaching English for (laughs) at least five years, like at least five years. Mm, For sure. For sure. I mean, there's a certain understanding that you get when you've been teaching for a long time. It's a perspective, right? It's an understanding of how to bring people through to certain results that people wouldn't have with less than five years of experience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The ability to teach and put across information in a way that is useful and understandable. But also, I think, I mean, native speakers don't think about their language until they're teaching it. You know what Mm, I mean? Like native speakers don't know the grammar rules or whatever. And it really is like you really do have to be teaching English for a long time to have put all the thought in to be able to explain these things. Like why do we use this transition phrase and not this one? When do we use the past perfect? Like Mm. you really do need like a a lot, a very large perspective on the language before you can help someone with the level they need to pass IELTS. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we as a team over here, we've been teaching for a long time. A time. Long I mean, time. I started teaching back in 2005. No, 2004. No, five. 2004. <laughs> five in, in Japan, actually. <laughs> I remember my first day at my school in Tokyo was just so crazy. I was so overwhelmed, but I learned a lot that first year as a teacher bet, in Japan, yeah. you know? You learn so much when you're a new teacher. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I I think that's why I fell in love with it right away. Um, I started teaching probably a couple years before you did in um, Cambodia. I started teaching Mm -hmm. in Cambodia, actually. And yeah, I I think that is why I fell in love with it, because (laughs) as a teacher, you're always learning as well. Right. And it's just like this constant challenge to like figure out puzzles and like help people do stuff. I mean, you can't get more satisfying than being a teacher. It's true. It's so true. And, you know, the first time you try to explain something, you never do it right. But that's why right. we look for that experience <laughs> when we look for someone to guide us. Right. We want some someone that's tried and failed at explaining certain things many times. Totally. So they found the right way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, later on, when I specialized in IELTS, it, it did take me a couple years to yeah. really figure out the strategies I was teaching. Right. Yes. So, yeah, definitely. Yes. Definitely. You need experience. <laughs> OK. And so the second question would be like if that person has been teaching for more than five years, what kind of English have they been teaching? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've noticed that a lot of teachers, general English teachers will kind of dip into IELTS sometimes. But that's kind of a liability for the student because it's easy for a teacher to think that just because they teach English that they could teach IELTS too and they'll give it a try. And it almost never works, guys. Honestly, it almost never works. IELTS is completely different from from most academic pro, you know, English programs. And it's different from general English. Oh, way different. Yeah. So first of all, like if it's just general English, hard no. Hard no on that one. (laughs) Cannot learn IELTS from that person. Um, And then what if there is academic English? Still, it's not enough. You need someone who has specifically taught IELTS, not Mm -hmm. TOEIC, not TOEFL, not anything else, just Mm. IELTS. So you need to have that in the teacher before you're going to pay them. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, here at Three Keys IELTS, we've been doing this within this system for the last, what, three and a half years, I think, for quite a while. Yeah. And just you've been teaching IELTS for a long time as well. Long time. I've been professionally involved with IELTS. I've been teaching IELTS, well, since Taiwan. So since like 2005, 2006. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where I developed the Three Keys system, right? Just sort of perfected it with my students there. And then Mm -hmm. with Lindsay, we've been bringing it to people all over the world online for, yeah, three years now. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's focused. It is hardcore IELTS over here. (laughs) (laughs) We are all about IELTS. Okay, what's the next question that we would ask that a student would want to ask a potential tutor? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes. So besides experience, you also need education. I mean, Mm. like these qualifications do matter at this level for sure. Um, Ask them what degrees they have. Like straight mm-hmm. up, just ask them what degrees they have, right? Um, yes. Lindsay, like how, what degrees do you mm-hmm. have? Well, I have my bachelor's in psychology because I've always been interested in the human mind. And then right when I finished college, I got my TESOL certificate, which was awesome. an intensive course to understand how to teach English. And then I went back and I got my master's degree. And my master's was actually in cross-cultural communication. So oh, it very much perfect. ties. Yeah, it really ties in with, you know, our work with students every day to really start to understand the nuances, not just with the language, but how do we really get our point of across when we're dealing across cultures. We're dealing with different cultures. Yeah. I love it so much. I mean, I really do feel like our experience and qualifications complements each other in such a way that mm-hmm. makes yeah. three keys and the connected communicate. Anytime we are creating stuff for you <laughs> guys, it is very holistic from all angles, like thought yes. out. Um, Absolutely. So I've been like more focused on the applied linguistics. So I got my bachelor's in romance languages because I just traveled to different countries and studied <laughs> stuff and it like had the easiest bachelor's degree ever. It was awesome. And <laughs> then my master's I got in applied linguistics and then of course the T-Soul and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But that implied 
applied linguistics, like that's really like that's the science, right? Like I yeah. love analyzing how we learn language like mm. scientifically and breaking it down. I'm such a nerd. It's, so yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what so we're good. bringing. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. I love that. So yeah, guys, you should be hearing something similar to yes. uh from the teachers that you are interviewing. If you're thinking of going outside of our course, if you're looking somewhere else, you should be getting answers like this bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, certificates, deep dive into Definitely. language learning, deep dive into culture, things like this, or even maybe, you know, I think a teacher that has had experience in the business world could bring a lot as an English teacher. You know, they could bring a lot to to you if you're, especially if you're looking to speak English, actually, that would be, that's a side point. But I, I really think that <laughs> if you guys are looking to study business English, you're going to want to work with someone who's not only an English teacher, but also has actual corporate experience. That's huge. For sure. Well, so, that's the thing. I mean, it really does, like the answers you're looking for to these questions, it really does depend on your goals, like completely. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Like business, you want real world person, like not yeah. just an academic yeah. person, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. okay. okay. And then, so if the person has passed the first three questions, then we would start to focus more on IELTS, right? So mm-hmm. question four would be, um, have other students of yours got the IELTS scores they needed. Like now you start asking for proof and you deserve proof. If you are going to invest your, you know, invest yourself, pay this person, you deserve the proof, right? Oh yeah. And this is where the students, uh, sorry, the teacher's face should light up Right. And it's, they should immediately start to give you names. Like when we talk yeah. about our system, I start to say, yeah, remember Nikolai, remember Mava, remember Tanya. Right. There were so many students that we could go, we could tell stories all day about our yeah. students and your potential teacher should be able to do the same. And then Jessica, we would take it one step further. Right. Yes. And what would we ask that teacher? Ooh, this is this is a big one, guys. So after that, right, if they say yes, then you say, can I talk to other students? Can I talk mm. to these students? Ooh, I feel like this is pushing the boundaries, right? This might be something that you guys may not be 100% comfortable with, but I would say you need to ask this because you're making a big investment doing IELTS prep. And you know, here at All Ears English, when we engage someone to join our team, for example, someone who's going to help us build an app, we would always ask to talk to their prior clients, right? And why shouldn't you? Because this is your future and your family's future. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, this is necessary. And I I mean, to be completely honest, guys, I don't really think you're going to go out and actually talk to their other students. It's just, it's just if they're like willing to say yes, Yeah, you know, like at this stage. I don't know. I don't know. I I actually, I would say why not, right? I would say, you know, well, first of all, it's a litmus test. It's a test of how does that teacher react? And do they actually follow up by sending you the contact information? But then beyond that, I, I actually, if I were looking for someone to help me pass another exam, like the GRE, I don't know, like something yeah. else, I would probably actually want to get on the phone or at least email with those students. That's true. That's true. Because yeah. I guess like <laughs> anybody could be like, oh, yeah, of course. And just like make up some names and some yeah. like, numbers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's true. Okay. No. So scratch that. You should follow through. Um, okay. <laughs> That's a tough question. All right. Yeah. We have two more, you guys. So what's the next question? Assuming all these other ones have been passed, where do we go now? Yeah. So now it's about how are they going to teach you? And they should have a few things. First of all, the first thing they should have is materials, set materials that they've already used with other students. 
Exactly. Exactly. So there's a lot because I, I did the private tutoring thing when I was in Taiwan. Everybody does that, right? Because it's yeah. such easy money to be honest, like, because you don't prepare anything. Most of these tutors don't prepare anything. And then they like charge you a bunch of money and yeah. they just sit in a cafe with you and chat mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, that's not enough for IELTS. That's fine. Yeah. You know, if you're general English, improving your fluency or whatever, but yeah. that's not going to help you get your IELTS scores. Like you need a System. You need someone that comes prepared saying, yes, yeah. I have developed these materials. They yeah. have worked with other students and now I'm going to use them with you because they work, right? They're proven. Yeah, that's kind of the danger of working with a general English tutor who who just assumes they can go into IELTS too, because they probably will try right. to do your classes the same way they do their basic conversation classes, which is, right. as you said, just sitting in a in a cafe. But that's that doesn't doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it. So so if you know that they have materials, then go a little deeper and ask about what Jessica specifically within that system they should have what. Well, reading strategies. I think this is the, this is really the biggest test because mm-hmm. any, like anybody could be like, yeah, I could help you improve your speaking and writing sort of things. Cause that's mm-hmm. again, like that seems obvious to an English teacher, even mm-hmm. if it's not for IELTS. Right. They can just pretend they have strategies like, oh, I'll teach you this vocab and whatever. So I think that's easy to sort of bluff and Mm -hmm. to sound good. Right. Yeah. Reading is the thing. Reading is Mm -hmm. this unique thing on IELTS that nobody is going to help you with unless they actually know the test. So that is the final question to be like. Can you give me an example of your strategies for yes, no, not given or matching headings to paragraphs? And if it sounds confusing or Mm -hmm. if they're just like, I don't know, like what is matching headings to paragraphs? (laughs) Um, Then obviously, you know, it's another, that's a hard no. That's like that interview is over. So choose like a specific reading question and ask them their strategies for it. Right. Get I love that. <laughs> yes, I love that. And and this would might be I'm glad we're doing this episode today, because if you guys are new with IELTS, if you're getting ready to take it for the first time, you may not know that this is the question to ask. It's the same right. as, you know, with us at Allers English. When we want to go and hire a software developer, we don't know what questions to ask because right. we don't know software because <laughs> we're English teachers. Right. So, <laughs> so so now that you have this this key question, I mean, you could essentially you could just skip the whole first six questions and go straight to this one if you want to save time. That's true. But <laughs> but this is great. I mean, this is real. Guys, seriously, I mean, we're having fun with today's episode, but this could be one of the most important episodes of, of the year for you guys to make sure you're working with the right people. Exactly. Exactly. And guys, if you have more IELTS questions, or maybe you want to ask me these questions, come to our, our, um, I almost said Facebook, come to our YouTube live event. This is the first IELTS energy YouTube live event. You guys, November 13th, 9am Portland time. That's 9am Pacific time. I'm going to be live on YouTube. So if you are just studying, starting out or you've been studying IELTS for a while and you're still not sure about some things, you're not sure where you should go to keep improving or to get the scores you need, come to YouTube and ask me your questions. And guys, if you come live, that's how you can interact with me because I'll answer your questions. But also we are preparing a very special IELTS offer for you guys. So come live. 
Yeah, and it's not going to be available any other time. So you guys are going to want to go live and make sure you take advantage of that. So you can grab that right there that day. Okay, so that's November 13th, right? November 13th at 9 a.m. Okay, and how can they find the YouTube channel? What is it called, Jessica? So go to IELTS Energy TV and subscribe. Um, We have two video lessons every week, two new video lessons every week. So do that first, subscribe. Start learning more with us on YouTube. And then all you have to do is go to that same channel on the date and time, November 13th, 9 a.m. Pacific time, and I will be there. (laughs) All right. We're looking forward to that. That's going to be really fun. All right. We'll see you there, Jessica. Thanks for hanging out today. This has been really good. Yeah, it's been a really good episode. Very fun. Okay, Lindsay, enjoy your weekend. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.